0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was Summer Anthems Part 3. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 134. 134, Bill. Ring the alarms, folks. Ring the hall the alarms. Set off the fire alarms in your house. It's episode 134. It's a very special episode, <laughs> yeah. folks. Not just because 134 is such a special number. So nice. One plus three equals four. Folks, every, ep- every season <laughs> of a television show, there's usually a very special episode. Yes. Every <laughs> year of the No Joke Podcast, there's also a very special episode. But we're not discussing birth control or speed pills or anything serious like those sitcom episodes tend to tackle. Right, or wallets. <laughs> or wallets. Which is what No Joke tends to tackle. That's our pet issue. It is uh, the end of July. Yep. And it is time for the Summer Anthem <laughs> episode.
2: <laughs> part <laughs> three, y'all. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we've done this, I guess, every year. Well, we've done or it, we've once, done it a couple and times. and then we did it the following week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was a subject so nice we had to and, do it twice. And now we do it thrice, baby. And let us not forget... That this topic birthed and reminded us of our love of the freaking Jack Carly Ray Jepsen, The Love Burns Brighter Than It Ever Has. That's Call right. Call Me Maybe remains the best pop song, nay, song, nay, anything that has ever been made. That's right. So, yeah, these summer anthems can really sort of open our minds. She threw a wish in her well. Don't ask her. She'll never tell. Never, ever. She will never tell. <laughs> So this is usually where we banter, yeah. and we talk about things going on in our lives, yes. and we get a little uh, irreverent. Yes. We could, but that might be taking time away from the game we're about to play. We want to get deeply reverent, and we want to get reverent about Summer James. As a reminder how this episode works... <laughs> Adam and I are looking at billboards list, top 10 songs of every summer for the past, call it 60 years. Yes, it's like the 50s. Adam and I will start with the year 1999. Because why not? And travel every two years to remind ourselves what the summer anthem from that year was. That's right. Simple as that. And just for a little cultural, I mean, personal context, 99 is perfect because like we are, we're like, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. This is like prime summer driving around, newly getting your car. Right driving around like these are the summer jams that entered us uh, sort of ushered us into young adults yes 1999 we are starting to hang out with the other gender maybe yeah. first kisses are starting to arrive <laughs> exactly in the mouth, and all of those have huge associations with music that's right right yes so what do you say adam once again we open up billboards top 10 summer anthems for the past 60 years let's do it <laughs> we start in 1999 okay adam What was the summer anthem from 99? Top number one Billboard Summer Jam from 1999 Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle. Let's listen. Thank you, Xtina. It's an all-timer. That was her coming out party. Th- that was, right? That, that was, was like her one. that was her welcome introducing was herself she, to America. She was a genie in a bottle before she told us what a girl wants? I think oh Right. To me, Genie in a Bottle was my introduction to Chris. I knew she was like a Mouseketeer in the Justin and Britney. Didn't she come up in that family? Yeah, I absolutely. Think. But I think Genie in a Bottle was hit number one for her. Okay, got it. I think so, She's in my memory Jeannie of her. Genie in a Bottle. You gotta rub her the, the right, right way, way. Sexual innuendo. Right. So- she was the edgy Britney. She was the edgy Britney. She was edgy Britney who could sing better. Yes. And like her career, like goddess bless Christina Aguilar. She is still, I don't know if she's still doing the voice or whatever, but like she has like elongated and extended her career because I think the thing was, I remember like the debate being like, yes, Britney and Christina were like traveled such parallel paths, both Disney kids, pop stars at the same time. But like the insider info was that like Britney can't sing. Christina can Can sing. Like she has the range. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 I feel like that was the thing about Christina. 99 was apex pop music. Truly bubblegum pop. Yes. No instruments in the music. Yes. All artificial sounds. Great time. Yes. Genie in a Bottle was a banger. It's funny because it's like kind of a melodic, it's not necessarily up-tempo. You're not dancing to Genie in a Bottle Uh, at the club. Yes. So it's like, it has to hit you in the right spot, but it was still good enough and catchy enough that it was the summer anthem from 99. What songs did it beat? A ton of classics. Thank you, 99. Adam, let's walk through it real okay, quick. Okay, the number two, Jennifer Lopez's "If You Have My Love," and I gave if you all so my much, love, would You go, amazing me. song, Jesus. absolutely incredible song. Let it be known that I'm realizing now that Billy was a <laughs> DJ at Hot Skates, a roller skating rink, yeah. when all of these songs were in rotation. This is pe- so. This is going to hit yeah. me in a very emotional way. Okay, the yes. neck number three. On. Any one of these could be number one. Hello, Destiny's Child. Bills, bills, bills. Wow. Number three wow. in the summer of 99. Can you pay my automobiles? Bills. Can you pay my cell phone bills? Bills. Wow. Okay. Maybe we can chill so I good. I don't think you, think you do. do. So you and me. Oh, I mean, the, 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 the At first the, we started out <laughs> real cool. Uh, right. Amazing. Number three. Number four, I can't say that I'm immediately familiar with Pearl Jam's Last Kiss. Oh, this song is, <laughs> it's like a uh, sad song. It was a cover. It's, oh, where, oh, where, where Oh, that one. Way, oh, of course. It felt very unnecessary. How funny that that's like a summer jam didn't song. Didn't make sense to me. They wanted me to play it more at hot skates than I did. Yes. Just didn't feel right for any occasion. Number five. I cannot believe this is number five. Okay, then cycle through them. The Backstreet Boys, I want it that way. Jesus. Number five. I would say that was the. <laughs> of the 90s. Definitely. Tell That's me decade- why ain't d- nothing but, but that uh, pa. Wow. I wanted that with number five. I'm sorry, but oh, where, oh, wow. where can <laughs> my babe Pearl Jam's not beating back. Get out of here with that. Okay. Um, number six is 702 Where My Girls At From, from The front, front To Back, to back are and are if You feeling feeling that? Like, Put One Hand Up <laughs> The Ultimate Summer. Turns out the 99 was my favorite year of music, period. Number seven, Smash Mouth's All Star. Wow. <laughs> 7 love to know that 702 beats Smash, <laughs> yeah, Smash Mouth. That. That is yeah. It's great yes. for the culture. That feels good. Really quick, just to round it out. Number eight, wow wow West. Mm. Real- <laughs> wow, we were still in the millennium, folks. We were babes in, in the, the millennium. millennium. Okay. Number nine was It's Not Right, But It's Okay, Whitney Houston. Sure. Classic. Yeah. And number 10 was Casey and JoJo, Tell Me It's Real. Okay. I don't know that one. I know all my life. Yeah, me too. Okay. But an absolutely stacked summer. Truly stacked summer. Folks, I hope we didn't set your expectations too high. An absolutely stacked summer. Uh, Shout out Christina Aguilera. Shout out Jeannie in a Bottle. Really surprised about I Wanted That One. Absolutely. Moving right along. Yes, sir. Two years later, 2001. 2K1. Adam. Okay. Okay. We had another year like this uh, where we were surprised in previous episodes. Yes. The number one song. Yeah. You Remind Me. By Usher. Yes.
0: I'm reminded when I look at you. You remind me of a girl that I once knew.
2: Sing your face whenever I look at you. believe, won't will believe it.
0: Baby, she would be good. This is why I just kick it with you.
1: Good. Really, really good. You remind really me good. of a girl. <laughs> bop, bop,
0: that that I once I you. Really,
1: really good. Again, though, I will say these aren't like you can dance to that Yes, but these aren't what when I associate a huge summer song. Dance it's beat. where everyone gets out of their chairs. Dance beat. You have to get up and dance and sing along. Despacito from last summer. Exactly. Right. I'm surprised. Yes. I'm surprised. But 2001, we were chilling. We, we- talked about this. I feel like on the previous Summer Jam's episode that like the trends it does fluctuate. Like sometimes R and B is the thing that summer and sure. like smooth like cool out the number two song isn't that different yeah it's eve featuring gwen stefani let me blow your mind ah, that was a good it one it took a while to get me here so i'm gonna day my time so good okay really really good one moving right along stop it yes dead yes life houses hanging by a. hanging on a moment here with you that's one of the songs I sing in my head as a joke on the like the world is a joke. That's right. Like everything's a joke and this song is a joke. I'm
2: hanging on a moment maybe with you.
1: you. That song was everywhere. Yeah. Shout out to Billboard for not making that the number one song because it could be. Correct. Have been. And also, just shout out to Eddie Vedder for essentially spawning a generation of copycat vocalists oh, yeah. who all have tried to sound exactly like Eddie Vedder. got rock. roll rock. like, here. I'll sing it from down here all the time. Exactly. Um, we can go through the list, but I'd like to get in 2003 before the act break. Great, let's do Is it. Is that ambitious? No, not ambitious. Shout out Usher. You're Remind me of, of a, a girl. girl. Uh. Uh. Okay. Okay. So 2003, Billy. Yes. Can Can I Can We Can We delve in? We can. Delve. This top This number one song of the summer is, and maybe we've mentioned this on the podcast before. Holy crap, y'all. So this is one of maybe the sort greatest. Of Like of all summer anthems, seriously. I mean, empirically. Full respect to Carly Rae. We love you, Carly. Yes, but this is, and we have a a dear friend Powell, who's like a pop music sort of like aficionado dweeb. Yep. And I mean that in the most respectful of ways. Yep. He to him, this is like truly the greatest, the technically medically greatest pop song that's ever been made. The 2003 summer anthem is what? Adam. Crazy in love, Beyonce featuring Jay Z. Listen up. That song is so great for a number of reasons. Yes. The first reason for me is the huge orchestration. Horns. Felt like we had never heard something like that before. Horns. Second thing is, obviously, everything Beyonce sings in that song, every verse, the whole chorus yes. is so huge. Yes. You gotta get up. Yes. Another secret thing. Yes. Is jay Z's versus fire. It's really good. It's one of those things where it's like it didn't need to be that good, but it's like I can tell they're falling in love based on how good a verse he gave to Beyonce in this That's so funny. That's it. That's so funny. Simple as that. And here they are 15 years later on tour together on the run. It's like this love, this crazy in love has lasted. They've been crazy in love. They've been drunk in love. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Ultimate. I was her intern. I was her publicist intern at the time. That's right. And it was a a testament to how good this song was that I didn't get tired of it. Yeah. that I was at it at work then I would hear it at the radio yes. then I, you know, I couldn't avoid Crazy yes. in Love and yes. every time it was like it felt like I was in a waterfall yes the freshest of all the songs yes Adam what did it beat it beat uh, Magic Stick little Kim featuring 50 Cent uh, through the magic tick. That was that I one. got I it. to hit once I could hit twice I, I got to have, have it yeah yeah People strong were sexual innuendo huge yeah the Magic Stick. Yes. Got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three was Right There by Chingy. Oh. Right there, right there. That's right. So just like the southern rap thing. I'm pretty sure that Chingy was one of the only guests on Saturday Night Live when I was there that Lauren Michaels said he doesn't get a second song. I might be wrong, but I do feel confident because I, I was there you Told me that, that after right there, he was like, that's enough. Okay, good. We'll just do another baseball Let's sketch. stop it right there. Okay. Let's uh, stop it right there. Right. That's enough. <laughs> okay, but shout out Chingy for uh, holding down the summer three spot. Exactly. Number three, we have Matchbox 20 coming in at number four with Unwell, which okay. is how I feel when I think about Matchbox this 20. Is, I mean, oh, yeah. how do they keep sneaking on this list? These like rock bands they, always coming in at number four. Billboard had Matchbox Twenty's "Bent" <laughs> yeah. as one of the summer anthems from just a Bizarre. few years prior. Bizarre. That was a rainy summer. <laughs> yeah, no. Adam, we have to go into a okay. song break soon. We've Great. been listening to plenty of music, but uh, real quick, any other winners from 2003 that you're surprised didn't make it? Uh, the Pimp. Fifty Cent is on there again. Fifty Cent had two songs in the top ten that summer. Yes, we were very romanticized by. Uh, uh, yes, we really liked him. Yes. Um, this is a song I've never heard of. "Bring Me to Life," Evanescence, featuring Paul McCoy. Huh. <laughs> Evanescence. They're like one of those, like, anthemic goth, like, uh... uh yes, right? I think bring so. Bring Me to Life. Adam, can you bring me to life and just take a stab at what that song might sound like? I have no idea. You know what, then? Uh, yeah. What do you say we play Evanescence in Bring the Me acting? to Life <laughs> Folks, featuring Paul McCoy. We're all going to learn something. We're about to get brought to life by Evanescence. <laughs> Episode wow. Six, and that is a. <laughs> <laughs> there's some intensity to this. In the break, stuff. we just dipped our toe into the evanescence pool, and the water's cold. Yes. The water. And dark and murky. <laughs> Don't come in, the water's cold. You will get struck <laughs> by lightning if you swim in this lake. Oh my God. <laughs> when I think of summer anthems, I think of light, fluffy. That is like, you okay. need to you need to go hard Emo. in the paint. You got to go hard in the paint to yeah. be wearing your black jeans to that concert yes. in the summer. Yes. Damn. Yes. I do like that in these lists, it's true. It's like the top three songs are all like R&B, like sexy bangers. And number four is like white guy band from Nebraska. Evanescence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evanescence. Wow, baby. We were like, I wonder if anyone's really heard of Evanescence. 520 million hits on YouTube for that Plenty song. Plenty of people well, are into Evanescence. Yep. Yeah. We were the problem. <laughs> We were the problem here. <gasps> That's right. Okay, we're jaunting ahead to the year two thousand five. Two thousand and five. A mere thirteen years ago. Uh, yeah. Starting to get closer. We're right? close to contemporary music. And then you see the number one song, and you say, "Hey, you know what? That does feel like an eternity ago." Yeah, it does. Would you agree? Number one song. Sing it. Mariah Carey's "We, we Belong, belong together. together." Another absolute crusher. Love this song. Let's hit play. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Mahara. Thank you, Mahara Kara. I'm very surprised that a ballad. Yeah. Unless it's associated with a summer blockbuster, yes, like Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On" with yeah. Titanic, where it's like, "Oh, okay." I'm associating this ballad with a movie. Yeah, it's hard to associate a ballad, yes, a couple's slow slow dance, yes, for a summer for a number one summer hit. But so, so, I mean, I think it speaks to honestly the power of Mariah. Yeah, because Mariah is one of those transcendent talents, like a diva, and like to me, like Christina is in the mold of Mariah, where it's like, the, like, and even almost more normal. I get Mariah's like kind of a kooky person. You see like weird clips. Of her on morning shows. She's like a little out to lunch. But she can sing. Mm -hmm. And I know that we've also brought this up, but like the myth of Mariah was that she could sing like eight octaves. Remember, that was like the mythology of her. And then she had like that whistle range. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's like you like can literally whistle from the back of your throat. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about when she goes on those super high tilts? Yes. Mariah's very, very special. She's a transcendent talent. I would love for Mariah to get with the right producer and start making bangers again. She's amazing. Let the singer sing. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. We belong together. And the number two song, which I think does fill that like more like yes. oh, this song slaps yes hollaback girl gwen stefani yep. that feels like it was like you know what i loved about hollaback girl yes it felt like if i was a kid yeah. in elementary school or middle school yeah and i sat at the cafeteria table yes i would be able to play the beat with my fists and open palms. good call bill you are around like that but you know it's about to that because ain't Boom. no hollaback girl ain't no hollaback every like every pharrell and n-e-r-d beat Felt like if I was a kid at a cafeteria table, I would have so much fun trying to recreate. Add extra silverware if you need symbols. Agreed, Billy. Y'all know what I mean. I wouldn't even be surprised if that was a frill. If kind, that sort of feels like oh, super yeah. stripped down minimalist. Yep. Like minimal with like echoey drum beats. Yep. Really good. Yep. And that was B A N A N A S. Yes. Well, the, yeah. Yeah. This beat is bananas. B A. That was a really good song. Yeah, that you're right about Mariah Carey being the number one song, and then that being the anthem, the summer anthem. Yeah, that felt like anthemic. you? Don't you buy the uh brilliant and singer songwriters. I don't know the appropriate way of yes. calling them. The pussycat The dolls. pussycat dolls. Right, the Vegas act. Yeah, yeah, the pussycat dolls. Don't you wish your girlfriend was, was hot, hot like me. me? Okay, great. Yeah. don't you. That song that song was all that song from the beginning was annoying to me. Right. Right from the beginning. I never was like, "Oh, I like this." And then I got tired of it. I I that didn't really do it for me, personally. Right. Yep, that yep. One. Really? You're not a big cat. No, though. I'm not. I'm surprised to hear that out <laughs> of you. Yes. Okay. The fourth one is Rihanna, Pond de Replay, which yeah. I'm sure that I could... This is I'm, young Rihanna. Yeah. This is one of the first, like, Rihanna songs out the gate, which is surprising. Again, 2005. 2005. Feels like Rihanna's been here since 1996. Yes, exactly. This was one of her first songs. I can't. I cannot really pull it up in my brain, to be totally honest with you. That's because it's number five on the number list. Number five on the list. I wonder if we'll get a Rihanna at number one. I hope so, man. Maybe we should fast forward to 2007 Let's and find it. out. Let's do it. 2007. 2007, Adam. Wow, Bill. Well, well, you really <laughs> well. You really don't know your own strength. That checks out because I remember hearing Ponda Replay and thinking, oh, this girl has like a very cool Caribbean sound. voice." And if she can get signed to a major label or if someone can co-sign her, it's about to change because she's cool and different than Beyonce and the other R&B acts. Yes. 2007's number one song did exactly that. As you predicted. Jay-Z co-signed her and Rihanna gave us Umbrella. One of the greats. Hey, hey, hey. One of the greats. Listen up. Very satisfying. Rihanna's one of our, in my personal opinion, is one of our greatest public figures. Yeah. I love Rihanna. Her music, the spirit, the vibe, the fashion, what's the deal? All of the above. I feel like she has like a philanthropic spirit. She's like got like honorary degrees from Harvard. Mm -hmm. She is, she makes. Bangers. Rihanna has an honorary degree from Harvard? She's like a, like a low-key intellectual ph- philanthropic, like mm-hmm. low-key, does the right thing, mm-hmm. funny on social media, doesn't take herself too seriously. Sure. Meanwhile, has the coolest voice in pop yes. and is just awesome. Bad girl Riri. Yes. Umbrella. Banger. wow that was such a good song yeah whoa that was such a good song yeah i loved that too huge anthemic yes. it kind of felt like the new crazy in love yes where it was like uh-oh jay-z's lending his like another serious verse to a track yes he might be marrying rihanna yes i do feel like this was also in like the and again like you are much more of a hip-hop scholar than me but sure. this also feels like it was in the throes of like the jay-z essence where yeah. like jay-z between crazy in love and beyonce was like jay-z was like the black album was y- coming and it, he, yeah. he had firmly established himself as like the king of rap now yeah the yes. king, and he could, as the king, he could like anoint Rihanna. Oh yeah, he could sort of like knight all of these pop stars that whoever he wanted. That's right. Yeah, and, and he did, and he did. Um, in a distant second, Adam. Yeah. Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. Um, yeah. What? I guess it's coming off the wave of we like black eyed peas yeah. and so we'll just listen to whatever. What did you, what do you generally think about the black eyed peas in general? Nothing. I Old Navy not, Navy I d- commercial. I do not think of the black eyed peas. That's, I think that's fair. Let's that's fair get assessment. retarded. Oh, come, huh? come on. Stop I mean, it. that's the lyric. Yeah. Like, I know that ABC wants you to believe it's let's get it started. Uh, it's not. No. They just made big dumb. I know. Where is the love? Yeah. It seemed like they made... Songs for commercials. Yes. Like, t- like, specifically for commercials. Yep. It's like, this will be our party song. This will be our empathetic song. That's right. Nope. That's right. Number three was Party Like a Rock Star by The Shop Boys. Literally got nothing there. Nothing there. Number Kay. four was <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey no. There Delilah by Plain White Tees. You hey white. There,
2: Delilah. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: banger. No drums. No <laughs> drums. No drums at all. <laughs> I feel like... Summer Anthem's pre yeah. has to be drunk. Come on! Hey there, Delilah, by Plain White Tees. <laughs> Plain White? <laughs> They're not bumping that in the hood, y'all. Plain White Tees. Okay, okay. That's brutal. Oh, man. Number five is Buy You a Drank, in parentheses, shouty snappin'. T-Pain featuring Young Jock. One more time for the kids in the back. <laughs> That's Buy You a Drank, in parentheses, shouty snappin'. Huh. <laughs> I ever, feel like Body Way <laughs> Drank is a pretty cool title. Yeah. Do you need in the parentheses shouties To snappin? know that it's about snapping shouties? I, I wonder. I don't know. I might need to I might clarify. listen to that again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we also have The Way I Are by Timbaland, Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston. Soft like year. Soft year. Soft decade. Yep, yep, yep. It was like everyone saw – I wonder if it's like movie movie studios where they're like, let's look at what everyone's rollout plan yes. is for the year and yes. determine when we should be putting out our movies. Correct. I imagine that everyone saw Rihanna and Jay-Z were putting out a track and they're like, let's just hold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just hold. We'll give them our hey there, Delilah, but we can't come with our best song because it still won't win. Do you think that actually happens honestly in yes. the music industry? That, yes. like, if a label knows that, like, another label is going to put out, like, the Kanye track that's going to dominate the conversation, I think, I they'll think hold it. big bands, I think with, like, huge acts and stuff, everything is considered. Yeah, I can when can up. we dominate the news cycle? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think so. We are moving on to 2009 and Good. another fabulous ironic twist. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Not only the top song, but the top two songs Jeez. of the summer. And they're both bad folks. Of 2009. Let's listen to the first bad one. Okay. Black eyed peas uh, I got a feeling
2: fill up my cup. Look at just take it up. Yeah. let's paint the town we we'll shut it down let's burn the roof and then we'll do it again
1: we had a feeling Aye. they were coming <laughs> wow. we just said we don't think about black-eyed peas we said it with all the arrogance of the world because we don't I'm not trying to get political folks yes I'm not trying to get political but like it's everyone says, "Oh, Donald Trump's the president, America's never been dumber." In 2009, w- America collectively said, the greatest two songs for three months were "I got a feeling," yes. by the black-eyed peas." Yes." and "Adam." number two. Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. We're children. Come on, We're man. idiot babies Come walking on. this earth. We are <laughs> Boom Boom Pow. Come on. Those are baby sounds. Come on. Those are baby sounds. Nope. I got a feeling what truly was ubiquitous uh, on the same level as any of these summer gyms where it was like it, it was everywhere. That tonight's gonna, gonna be, be, a be a good, good night. night. So much so that we would sing it over and over and over again as a joke, and it, beca- it became, evolved organically into a Harvard Sound Team sketch sure. that we did. It was laughable. It was laughable. The Black Eyed Peas are for babies. I think they're were babies. You ask me what my thoughts are on the Black Eyed Peas. I think it's literally baby music. I think it's for babies. Yes. it's like Sesame Street. Like it's supposed to be played at like Gap Kids. That's right. Yep. Two thousand and nine. Yep. Dominated by the Black Eyed Peas. Unfortunately, number three though. Knock you down, Carrie Hilson. Uh, Carrie Hilson. Oh right. Go on, featuring Kanye and Neo. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Do you know yeah, this one? Wait. He's leaning away from the microphone I just, as if it'll help. I, don't I can't quite remember. It. The, the hook, like, floated into a corner of my brain for a second, but now it's gone. Okay. Moving right along, then, because I think you might know this one. Yes. Best I ever, I ever had, had Drake. By Drake. Best I ever had. What do you think <laughs> about Drake, Ed? You I asked mean, me right before we recorded this, are you done with Drake? I'm I'm approaching being done with Drake. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm almost there. I like Nice for What. I like his recent-ish output, but I don't know. I just think my taste is... I'm not sure. I'm just getting tired. I'm just a little tired of Drake. What is your favorite version of Drake? Is it R&B Drake? Is it rap Drake? Is it uh, no Drake? It's Toronto Raptors superfan Drake. You just like so, him on the sidelines uh, where you're not hearing him talk. Kinda, honestly, kinda. Like I like Drake as public figure Drake. Okay. I don't like whenever I like his song. Here's the thing about Drake. Uh, I recognize intellectually and like sort of like serotoninly that his songs are pleasurable pop songs and well constructed and hooky and great. Correct. But then I see his music videos and he as a physical presence irks me. I know that runs contrary to liking him at the, in the Raptors games, but something in his music videos I specifically don't like. Do you find yourself seeing a lot of his music videos? I don't really see myself seeing a lot. You, did you, the Nice for What video? Did yeah. you see that with all the women? Yes, I, I did and I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a little like performative ally feminism in a way that I rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. Okay. I didn't like his, uh, what was this, the one that was famous about like, the, oh, don't coming on your cell phone. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I just like, I don't know, there's something irksome to me about his music videos. Okay. Can't quit put my finger on it. Okay. The song songs are good and catchy and earworms, but his music videos always damper it for me. Okay. Personally. That's fine. Personally. Um, well, we going to go into an act break, and it feels appropriate that maybe we play the number four song from this year, 2009. Great. Because this is my favorite time from Drake. This was, yeah. Early Drake. Yeah. And Best I Ever Had is a pretty banging song. It's a good song. It's a good song. So we won't play the video because we know Adam will get mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all. Can't Lose show Adam mind. what it looks like. Lose my mind. <laughs> so we'll just play the audio, and we'll be right back. This Great. is Drake, Best I Ever Had. You know, a lot of girls
0: be thinking my songs are about them, but this is not to get confused. Best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had. Best I said you the fuckin'. No, you got a roommate. Call me when there's no one there. Put the key under the mat and you know I'll be over there. I'll be over there. Shout it, I'll be over there. I'll be hitting all the spots that you ain't even know is there. and tell them girls prove it I'm the one that never get confused with this baby, you my anything You all I ever wanted We could do it real big Bigger than you ever done it You be up on everything Other hoes ain't never on it I want this forever I swear I can spend whatever on it Cause she hold me down Every time I hit up When I get right I promise that we gon' live it up She made me pay for it Till she give it up And I say the same thing Every single time I say you the fucking best You the fucking best Best. You the fucking best You the fucking best You the best I ever had Best I ever had that's I ever had, that's I you ever had beautiful. Sex, love, pain, baby, I be on that tank shit But so big, I could probably sell a plank this When my album drop, bitches'll buy it for the picture And niggas'll buy to and claim they got it for they sister Magazine, paper, girl, but money ain't the issue They bring dinner to my room and ask me to initiate. She call me the referee cause I be so official My shirt ain't got no stripes, but I could make your pussy with yeah, So like the Andy Griffith theme song, and who told you to put them jeans on? Double cup love, you the one I lean on. Feeling for a fix, then you should really get your feet on. Yeah, just know my condo is the crack spot. Every single show she out there reppin' like a mascot. Get it from the back and make your fucking bra strap pop. All up in your slot till a nigga hit the G-B, jackpot. You, my hand, hand. you all I ever wanted. We could do it real big. Best I ever had, best I ever had. I said, you the fucking best, you the fucking best, you the fucking best, you the fucking best. The fucking best. The best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had. Best I ever had. Uh, oh, yeah. See, this is the type of joint you gotta dedicate to somebody. Let's make sure they that special, somebody. <laughs> Young Money. Welcome
1: back to the No Joke Podcast. We're talking summer anthems. That was Drake's best I ever had. That's right. I mean, and that was beginning of, that was like the beginning-ish of Drake's I think pop, so. pop reign. He had a couple mixtapes and stuff like that, and he was on yeah. like grassy. But then he put out an album that I think was called Take Care. I yes. think the entire album was called Take Care. Cool. And it was a banger. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it was like, oh, this guy is now serious. Yes. Every song on the album is like, it's a new sound. Yes. He's creating, if not creating, he is... Really cementing himself in the singer rapper world. Yes, and he would take that mantle. Did you take a side on the Pusha T v Drake? Pusha T, dog, come on, rooting for Pusha in right out the gate. Yes, Pusha T put out a song called Exodus twenty three one. I think it's called. Cool, and like five years ago or cool. four years ago, and it was the kind of like right as the beginning of this beef between him and Drake yes. was happening. Yes, and it is the meanest song. Really, Exodus twenty three one. And I remember thinking, again, this is about to get deep, rap, Yes, but. Cannabis versus Ella Cool J once had a – they had a rap beef. That was a funny. And I thought uh, Cannabis's song, Second Round Knockout, was the best battle rap song I ever heard. Cool. Then this song, Exodus 23-1 yes. by Pusha, Pusha T came about out Drake. four years ago. Wow. And I was like, this is a devastating rap Nuked battle. Nuked him. Nuked him. Devastating. <laughs> then Drake comes out with something called the Duppy Freestyle. Oh, right. That and was like – Like on the tongue and on the lips. Duppy. Duppy is like, you're about to get absolutely smoked. It's Black Eyed Peas Baby Territory. And then Pusha came back. Uh Uh-oh. The story of Adidon. Yes. And again, this is Pusha T. Yep. And what he did was, in this rap, he called out everyone in Drake's life. Yes. And he just burned the whole village. Yes. Including the son that nobody knew Drake had. He outed his secret son. Not just that, but he outed that Drake was going to reveal that he had a son by way of an Adidas product launch. Brutal. And. Brutal. Pusha, who was also signed to Adidas. My God. Said, I'm just going to blow up the whole <laughs> launch and reveal to the world. And and then everyone at Drake's camp was like, it's over. End it. He's going. Pusha will win. That's the end of that. Beef. So to answer your question, Pusha. who was I rooting for? Pusha. Pusha. Yes. Who objectively won. Pusha. yeah, for, the, <laughs> for sure. It's the Summer Anthems episode of No Joke. Yes. We just want to remind you real quick that we have a second podcast. Yes, we do. On Patreon. It is called Fun Size. It is a candy competition podcast where we take two similar candies, we pit them head-to-head, we judge them on a series of fun metrics, and we determine which one you should grab in the candy aisle. It is a second podcast. Yes. It costs, costs $5 a month. It's very easy to pay. It's very helpful it, for those who do subscribe, we really do thank you. Truly. It actually helps us a lot in making sure that No Joke can happen each week. Yep. So once again, that is patreon.com slash No Joke Pod. Yes. $5 a month. You get four 15 to 20-minute episodes starring out Yes, absolutely. It is 2011. 2011, Bill. Go. We're here. Um, we're adults at this point. We're fairly adult in the world. Good call. And this one, number one, coming in, talk about ubiquit- uh, being ubiquitous. Curious what you think about it. But Party what- Rock Anthem by LMFAO. Let's go.
2: Party Rock is in the house tonight, everybody just have a good time, and we gon' make you lose your mind, everybody just have a good time, Party Rock is in the house tonight.
1: Adam, you sighed. Yeah, I mean, this was another surprise. I think this was one that I did like at the beginning because it was just like undeniably, like empirically catchy, and then just the classic radio overplay element got involved. And again, I felt like it was featured in every commercial. There was every parody imaginable of the song. We made a parody video ourselves. Remember, oh, for yeah. like we the, were hired for like Vice Sports. Or yeah, something. like a knock or something the to like knock. make a video. So like, w- I feel like we were like swimming in this song for like a a year. Bill loved it. Bill loved it. Yeah. Bill loved it. Yeah. And here's where Bill is different than you and Drake. Yes. Bill loved this music video so much. Yes. So LMFAO are these two guys that are so over the top, and it's almost like it runs the risk of being super corny. Afros and fake glasses. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're really like Party City come to life. Yes, exactly. But they made one song. (laughs) Yeah. They they didn't overdo it. They made this one song (laughs) where they woke up, and like the world had stopped partying, and then they somehow got the party back, (laughs) and... It's fun. You put it like that, it it's fun. like that, it's fun. They successfully did. Amazing dancing. Like, yeah. to me, this song is not trying to, to me, Black Eyed Peas, I think the Black Eyed Peas think that they were doing something helpful to society. Agreed. I think that they were actually thinking they were contributing to society.
2: Where is the love Exactly.
1: charity? I don't think LMFAO <laughs> is in any way being like, this is doing anything. We're trying to get the party started. This we're is at, the party rock anthem. Or are a disco ball. Not yet. Yeah. No. To me, in fact, this is exactly what a summer anthem should be. The word anthem is in the title. It's exactly. telling you it's an anthem. This to me is no sign. <laughs> and when a- I even hear it today, I'm like, you know what? Shout out, shout out, party rock anthem. Still holds up. It's an anthem. It's be. I think it's better than where my do- oh, uh, where the dogs go. Who, Who let, let the, the dogs, dogs out? Where the dogs go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it rides the rails of being like it could be one of those it, like exclusively wedding songs, yeah, but it's, it's still a little not. It's a little less novelty than those. Songs. And this one, you're so right over the video. This was a case where the video to me enhanced the song. Correct. The me- I think it, it's a major. Yes. Major. Yes. Uh, we're going to be a little tight on time, Ed, so I said we just blow right through. Oh, Screw okay. number two, three, and four unless you see one that really excites you. No. Adele rolling in the deep. That was like, it's nice to see Adele Welcome in there. Adele. Welcome Adele. Welcome Adele. Welcome. <laughs> You'll be here forever. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2011. Yes. Welcome to Adele. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Into it. Um, Katy Perry was Last Friday Night. I kind of like that song. How does it go? Last Friday night, I'll be sleeping in the car. <laughs> just like classic Katy Perry, like Don't bubble gum. It. Don't think I know it. Bubble gum. Okay. I think Powell for all this pop knowledge welcome Adele welcome Adele number five was super based by Nicki Minaj okay so Nicki's in there welcome Nicki yep now you're here how to love by Lil Wayne I remember that song I remember being like a little lukewarm on that song okay this was like to me the waning of no, no pun intended sort of the waning of Lil Wayne <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah uh what do you say we blow up to uh 2013 okay great just because we're gonna be tight on time and we got to get it all in we gotta 2013 had a very scandalous song. Yes, Adam. this one. Number one, Robin Thicke featuring T.I. and Pharrell blurred lines. Right. Problematic. Problematic. On multiple fronts. Yeah. Stole the beat from Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's right. That's and sure. was like successfully sued. Yes. he was. It was successfully proven that he had taken the beat and ripped melody it. from it, ripped it. So that's problematic right yeah. out the gate. Yeah.
2: Okay, now he was closed. Tried to domesticate you. But German animal. baby, it's in your nature. Just let me
1: Second thing that's problematic, the music video was... So dumb. Objectifying and kind of a little, ra- it had some rapey vibes that were un- made people uncomfortable, rightly so. Bunch of naked women and Robin. Not okay, really. There's, literally, it was just a showcase for how many naked women he could get in a room. Yeah, yeah. It was just a little bizarre. Problematic. Yeah, a little problematic. I was not feeling this song either. I felt like my most basic friends loved this song the yep. most. Yeah. I hate to say it. No offense, but just like, we're just being real. If you were bopping along to this song, you're like, oh, no, this is what it's all about. Yes. I'm like, yeah, yes, I don't know. I would say... Admit, so that's Pharrell. The number two song was that song, Radioactive by Imagine Dragons, that sure. like, cheesy rock song. The number three song was Get Lucky, Daft yeah. Punk Pharrell. To me, that was the song of that summer. Thank you. Agree. you. Agreed. Pharrell. Agreed. Thank you. Those two <laughs> songs really went hand in hand, the, yeah. the blurred lines and Get Lucky. That's right. But I did know in the back of my mind which one I didn't change from the radio station. That's you exactly know what I mean? Right. Get Lucky stayed on for a little bit longer. Daft Punk. Yep. That was so good. That's right. Yep. Miley Cyrus is on there. Timberlake Mirrors. That was a good one. Number seven of that summer was Justin Timberlake's Mirrors. How's Mirrors though. A mirror. Uh, um, oh, no. That was Cry Me River. Sorry. Mirrors was... Um, Are shoot. you thinking of Cry Me a Mirror? No, no. Cry Me a Mirror. <laughs> no. <laughs> mirrors uh, i can't pull it up in my mind because now all i hear is cry me river but Problem. it was like sort of anthemic and inspirational okay and great okay. and i can't pull it up in my brain because my brain only thinks of one song at a time that's fine <laughs> we will cry you a mirror let's, let's just keep blowing right along great adam. that was 2013 great we are a mere three years away yeah three years ago yes huh i don't know this song wow at all do you you know what that informs me adam this is when we got old yeah this is when songs like this yeah. are a little too young for us. Yes. Cheerleader. Cheerleader by OMI. I don't even know what those words are. No? No. Let's listen.
2: Do you need me? Do you think I'm pretending make you feel like you
1: I like it. He likes it. I like that one. We listened, and he started bobbing along. I like it. Yeah, they will take you to Jamaica. Find myself a cheerleader. That was fun. It's a fun song. It's fine, and it's fun. It's, yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. But I do agree that like I feel old liking it. That's like right. I feel old remembering listening to it. The kids love that song, yes, is exactly. what I would say yes. if I heard that on the radio. That's then. right. Right. That's right. The second summer anthem of 2015. Oh, See right. you again. Yeah. Okay. Wiz Khalifa I've heard of. Yes. Is Charlie Puth? Yeah. Sounds like the engineer. Yeah. The guy who recorded it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Charlie, you, <laughs> you want to be on this one? Come here. Mr. Paul. Oh, at least Mr. credit Proof. you. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was, like, the, like, uh, funeral. Like, I feel like I had, like, a graduation funeral right. vibe to it. That's big in the summer. I'm surprised yeah. we don't get more of this. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, some variation of Pachelbel, Canon, and D. Just, like, some version of that. Nailed it. But... A pop song. I love that it's graduation, funeral, endings. Endings. endings, transitioning, <laughs> coming of age. Yes, exactly. We did it together. <laughs> yeah. Right. Number three was Bad Blood, Taylor Swift and Kendrick. And that, okay. was, like a, that was like a- We're going to have bad uh, blood. Yep. Number four was I can't feel my face when I'm with you. The mm-hmm. Weeknd. That was a pretty good one. Right. Welcome yep. to The Weeknd. Yep. Six was Trap Queen by Fetty Wap, which I loved. Big. I love that song. Big. That was a really good one. Fetty Wap. I'm missing Fetty one. Me too. He had it. Yeah. I don't know if he had those two songs and he was just like ready to let it rip yeah. and that's what he had, but those were bangers. Yeah. I'm surprised Fetty's not as popular as he once was. Agreed. Okay. Yep. Shut up and dance, Shh. walk the moon. I don't really know anything about that. I think it's about a song where the girl says, shut up and. D- <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's up tempo and I think it's Bins fun. Of a shut up and dance! All right, this is starting to get to the part of the list where uh, we have to kind of keep moving. Scrape at the bottom of the barrel. Should we move on to 2007? Though I will say oh. that number eight, yes, should be mentioned. Yes. Major Lasers, uh, Lean On. Yeah, you know the song. Not not, we all need someone to lean on. The Major Laser sound started coming. Oh, the Justin Bieber songs that you really like. Oh yes, yes, yes. this is when it all started happening. I mean, Major Laser is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So let's see if Major Laser actually did because we have to wrap it up. Great touchdown in 2007. Okay, great. Let's see. Last summer, Adam. Let's see. Okay, this is last summer. This is last summer. So we don't have to go too deep because we do need to talk about this summer. That's right. But we, what we said it was, is what it was. Oh, yeah. Adam, remind the listeners what the hottest song from a year ago was. Despacito. Listen for one second, Please. folks.
2: Despacito. Yeah. Quiero respirar tu cuello despacito. Deja que te diga cosas al oído. Para que te perdas si no estás conmigo. No. No. Despacito.
1: Despacito. Yeah, that was the one. That's right. And, th- and we talked about this last time. We both had sort of earmarked the number three song. I'm the one. Yes. With DJ Khaled and Bieber and Quavo. Right. And we were like, Oh, that's the one. Right. But it was Despacito. Despacito. We don't need to go too deep into no. it because we already have. Yes. It is now 2018. Yes. Let's modernize. Yes. Do you have a song of the summer? I was this saying year? right before we started recording that, so, like, I feel like there's been a ton of new music this summer. Okay. And I have been like, I have like backlogged. I don't really know. I don't really have my finger on the pulse. But Quite. the summer anthem thing isn't about there's so much good like new albums yeah. and stuff like that. It's usually, hey, one song above the others has risen up yes. and claimed the mantle. Yes. As this this is what we will I had no choice. Yes. I had to listen to this. It was everywhere. Yes. yes. Does this song exist for you? <sighs> I mean, I know that that car. I mean, the Cardi B album I've really loved, sure. and she has a song with SZA that is my song of the summer. I don't know if that's like broken through to right. the whatever. Got it. But I do think that. I- I- so not that's not fine. one comes to mind for me. Truthfully, me neither. Yeah, which is unique because I feel like there always is one. So may I make a suggestion? Please. In other episodes where we reference a song, but we can't find the file, Mm -hmm. we have a a bank plan, which is that we play Bananaphone. Correct. Since we can't identify 2018's Song of the Summer, what do you say we wrap up this episode by you guys listening to a quick clip from Bananaphone? I say yes, please. And thank you. You guys have heard it before. Banana phone, it's yeah, yeah. you know it. You know the old summer jam, 2018 <laughs> song of the summer, summer, folks. Banana phone, that's rah, it. Rah. Huge, yeah, huge reveal yep. to this the summer Anthems, yeah. <laughs> part three episode. Um, Adam, wow, it's been another hot summer I in Los do this Angeles forever. Yep, can't wait until next summer. Can't wait, more anthems. Good one. Hopefully, we will then have the answer to what the song actually was from 2018. Oh, it was from 2018? Maybe yeah. it was banana phone. Might have been. We'll, have to find we'll out see. There. Yeah. For the No Joke podcast, that was the Summer Anthems episode. I am Billy Skifior. I'm Adam Lusting. Like always, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a Headgum podcast.